everybody. Welcome to the In and After Show. It's me, Lindsay Leverage, and James Beckett in the middle, and Jackie on the far right. She's uh, tuning in from a secret location, so her background is different than usual. <laughs> I just finished a shoot, so yeah, but I she's... could not miss the show. Yeah, because today we're talking about all the awesome premieres that have come out so far for the winter 2024 anime season. Um, this isn't going to be fully comprehensive because there's already been a lot of shows that premiered. So what I did is I looked at what's, you know, ranked high on the preview guide and then uh, whittled it down there. But we, we'll probably do like a part two next week. Um, and of course, we're going to be talking about solo leveling just the first 20-ish minutes. Um, quite a few of us have got to see the first 40 or so, but we're not going to spoil for you guys um, episode two. So we'll be getting into that. But first, I want to talk about some of the big news that came out uh, last night, actually. Um, I don't know how many crossover fans we have here for Discotech Media, but um, they had their New Year's stream where they announced, I think, about 16 new series. Um, for those who aren't familiar with Discotech, they do like a lot of retro anime they also do live action and tokusatsu series oh, and yeah. there was you know a little bit of something for everybody um for when it was first going i was like oh okay this you know this is a good stream I'm not really seeing anything that's catching my eye and then of course uh they get to the very end and they cap it off with having licensed the 1997 berserk tv series so yeah i don't know how many folks here in chat um have seen that it's been out of print for not quite 10 years, but for a while, it hasn't been easy to pick up. Um, a friend of mine looked on eBay or other like similar sites. And if you wanted to get that series on, on DVD, like in the box set that it was released uh, in, it was like $5,000. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Just That's crazy. Insane. Crazy. If you wanted, you wanted to watch that um, or own it on home video anyway, but uh, we're going to be getting brand new, a Blu-ray set HD because Japan just did an HD release. So we're getting that HD release here and uh, really surprised how quick they've already finished creating it and you'll be able to buy it in March. Hey, so Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. Um, so what is going to be like, what are some of the, one of the, like the special qualities of it coming out? Like basically it's just going to be like sharper images and such, or do you know any of those details? Yeah, it'll, it'll be sharper for sure. Cause it's got the HD treatment. Um, they got the same old dub back, including the dub outtakes, which had kind of a special place in fandom for a while. Um, if you like Google guts, like a truck, um, that was <laughs> something that circulated quite a bit. Um, but as far as like extra extra special special features, I'm not really sure. I mean, they'll probably have like trailers and the other kinds of things you expect to have on on home video. I think it's more just about if you didn't have the opportunity to buy Berserk um, when it came out the first time, now you finally can you know put it on your shelf. And I've it. had it on my shelf for years. I wish I could show it to you all because it's like on display on the the uh, shelf I usually have behind me. But um, it's still cool. Like it's just like I don't know how many people have access to that old school berserk anymore you know like i'm sure you can like stream it or find it somewhere but i don't know it's just like for people to have access to that one i just think it's such a legendary anime so i'm really excited but i already have it so haha -ha. <laughs> okay so you how did you get your hands on it because i i watched it on dvd um as a teenager so yeah. i know that you weren't like i may have had barely a job <laughs> yeah um, let me think was it gifted um, to you 
I'm trying to remember when I first got into Berserk. I know it was before I got into college. Um, and so, like, I want to say that it might have been Ian. Because Ian was kind of like my brother. Um, he he was always, like, the one who found it. But I want to say I found it on my own. Like, I think I would just, like, I think we'd watch Cowboy Bebop and Neon Genesis Evangelion. And then I, like, Googled, like, other great anime, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, I probably watched it in ways that are not right okay yeah um yeah yeah. and then i think that i loved it so much that i i purchased it so it had to be like but i'm pretty sure it was like early 2000s like it had to be like 2003 or 4 like it was like right when i was getting into college um and um i watched the hell out of that dvd set i wish i was (laughs) in my like of all the times i never point out my background but i have uh Gungrave and I have um Berserk like you know in like a really nice DVD set yeah. and it's kind of cool because the DVD set it like the paper looks like kind of like fleshy and blood yeah and it's just really cool like yeah it's, just, it's like it's beautiful you know yeah. I wonder I'm sure the one that they're gonna come out with is gonna be like probably way better visually but at the time i just thought it was really really neat you know next remind me next show and and hopefully i can and yeah it. i wanted yeah. to to share the the trailer that the, that they cut specifically for this release because it's, it, yeah. it's amazing um but because of what that crunchy 90s animation i'd love it but because of what x I love it too. has done i'd have to like do two-factor authentication to get into my twitter account to show it to you guys but can we show it can we yeah i think James, like, if you go onto the Discotech Twitter thread... This is the Berserk trailer. Oh my god, the music. This is the battle song I was talking about. So good, I've watched this trailer, like, at least eight times since last night. So good. I love this song so much. Yeah. I've also thought about getting a tattoo of that moth at least Need for the last 24 I, hours. I've wanted to get the curse sign for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know someone who got that in Glow in the Dark Ink. That's pretty cool. Yeah. This song is so baddie. Yeah. So good. Like, just watching that. I'm, yeah. I honestly think... I think Berserk is one of the best anime of all time. I like literally started getting into an argument. Is this <laughs> so, about so... is this about the 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 hot yes. forums, Jackie? I will so so someone was like, Oh, I love Berserk so much. And I was like, Yeah, me too. And I was like, I used to be in the Black Swordsman forum. Um, I wonder which if it even exists um anymore. And I said that um I I basically um would write like P- essays defending Griffith. Which, yeah. Okay. Like, let's everyone calm down. Calm down. Um. So basically, this girl and I got in a huge debate, and she was like, "So guts, he was like abused. He had, you know, was just re- suffering like unspeakable trauma, right? But he always chose good, or always took like, you know, he could have been more and more evil, but he always chose the path of good. And then she was like, "But Griffith." All those terrible things happened to him, right? Which, like, let's be honest, the stuff that happened to Griffith, like, it was so hard to watch. Like, you're just, like, this was a guy who was, like, physically, mentally, 
like charming wise like if he was in boulder's gate like all of his attributes were like fucking perfect excuse me yeah. but like you know like it's like a, you know i'm i play a barbarian and it's like intelligence minus one like <laughs> griffith was literally like leveled up in every position and then you see him reduced to something that is like almost like you know like it's just like you, you're you're just like i i can't even believe that something like this could happen to any person it doesn't matter yeah. you know and um and then she said that he chose evil um, and then I was like, yeah, but that's why Guts should forgive him in the end. And then she was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, because Guts always chooses good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drop the Kirby AirPod <laughs> mic. <laughs> and then she was like really pissed because yeah. she was like trying to argue that nobody should forgive, that he should not forgive Griffith and he should get revenge. But I was like, that is the whole point that Guts, no matter what, how hard, how bad things he get, things get, he always chooses good. But I know everybody wants the revenge story. Well, also look at Griffith. What do you mean? Like at the end? Just look like, at him. Mm-hmm. In his very human perfection, or like, oh my gosh, Griffith is <laughs> arguably. He, first of all, he's like the most like beautifully androgynous character anime has ever seen. And like, yeah. f- send me your comparisons. Like, if you think someone's better, then like maybe. But like, Griffith is just like this beautiful being that like transcends like gender i feel like like yeah. he, he's just he, he i think he identified as a he but like yeah it's just ridiculous and the thing about griffith though i was um okay i'm going off on a tangent i'm sorry this self i was re- reading this self-help book and it, it was like you can always tell the nature of someone no matter what even if they like hide it with techniques or they like have an ulterior motive like deep down in your gut, in your core, like even if you're slightly deceived by these techniques, like you know someone's true meaning. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because with Griffith, I don't know about y'all, but like he, I do think he genuinely loved guts. And I think that he, uh, I think he loved all of them. I think he loved Costco. I think he loved all of them. But deep down, you knew, I, at least for me, I deep down, you knew Griffith was always going to put Griffith first. Oh, so yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I feel like, you know, it's just, and then with Guts, he's such a hard ass and everybody thinks Guts is like so baddie, but deep down, like, you know, Guts has like a soft heart, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that it was really interesting because I'm going to totally get off. So let's not, if, if my name shouldn't be Gungrave Enthusiast and Virtuoso, like literally <laughs> like next to it is Berserk. I just want to add that Virtuoso is new. That's an, that's a new addition, isn't it? Recently, yeah. I actually I, I was like, I saw it up there and I was like, okay. Um, also, last thing, uh, Gungrave, highly influenced by Berserk and um, like Griffith and Guts, very much mirror Brandon Heat and Harry McDowell. Another reason why Gungrave is genius. So if you like Berserk, check out Gungrave. And I'm done. I'm gonna mute myself because I'll talk too much. Okay. Well, this next one. Muted. Well, one Jackie's reaction to this next one too, because this was definitely like a, a Jackie announcement sort of thread here, because she's gone was on the, the record. Dorothy Doro news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gone. I just on the muted re- myself, Lindsay. I know. Something else. I'm going to talk about at length. <laughs> Actually, okay. I'll say one thing, and then I'll let you go into detail. About no, you I'm let me finish because I was doing. Okay, I'll intro. mute myself. I'm okay. muting myself. I'm muting. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, Jackie's gone on the record several times, you know, about how Dore Doro got slept on and that Netflix didn't promote it enough and that it was one of the best anime of that year. And I fully agree with her. It's an amazing anime by MAPPA. Um, you should definitely go watch it because it was not, you know, le- levitated. Held up is the word that I want. It was not held <laughs> up as well as um, it could have been because no one was able to talk about it, really. It got dropped all at once and got forgotten. But 
yesterday slash i mean yesterday japan today america time um it was announced that we will get a sequel to doro hidoro it will be a um direct to streaming sort of series which i mean that that's not necessarily bad it's not necessarily bad you know um the original was direct to netflix and then it did eventually air on japanese tv so it's that's the only real difference um we don't know if it's mappa returning to animate it and there's no staff yet announced for it but we are finally getting more doro hidoro and i hope that i don't end up cursing uh this development because it ends up being half-assed or something like that oh my god no details oh, the jk stuff um so i had to literally mute myself because i was like frothing at the mouth to talk about it um okay. which i've learned is an effective tactic during this podcast is like i let me just mute yourself and go to a quiet place um but especially when it comes to doro hidoro because i th- think that anime got so effed for lack of a better word it came out like I feel like right when COVID was like starting to happen and before people were like binging anime and then it came out all at once, it was definitely not marketed well. And it's like, it's like nineties B stars meets like, like Mad Max. I don't know how else to describe it. It is like, just like the coolest vibe. And um, if somebody posted on TikTok today, they're like, Oh, big announcement for MAPA. And we're all waiting for Yuri on Ice. And then they dropped Doro Hidoro. And I was like, I'm a big fan of Yuri on Ice, but I'm more excited about Doro Hidoro. And then I decided not to comment on the TikTok because I thought I might start an argument. So then I was like, I'm just not. But um, this is how Jackie's grown since her time on the Berserk forums now. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've learned how to mute myself. Yeah, we're still learning, but yeah. Um, but I'm super excited. I would like you actually. I woke up to Lindsay sharing this news with me. She shared it with me on a Discord. But like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's it's like Jackie's uh, day for anime or something. Yeah, because these two announcements came out. So, yay! I I think I need to like rewatch the first season because there has been enough time that a lot of like finer details has melted out. I mean. I know we've got our, our main man, Cayman, who's a lizard man, trying to not be a lizard. Because he wasn't always a lizard, right? Like, he's trying to find his his real head or something. I kind of remember a thing about, about heads being stolen. I remember really liking it the villain. It is the coolest world. Yeah. yeah. Like, Lindsay, the villain is like Mushroom King. He's kind of like the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. Like, there's sort of this yes. weird Alice in Wonderland thing going on at the same time. And then you stop thinking about it. You're like, oh, well, Cayman is Bill in that case, which was the lizard <laughs> that went into the house to, like, clean the chimney when Alice was all huge. Remember oh my gosh, I never noticed that. Yeah, and then you've got, yeah, and then you've got all the mushrooms and the caterpillar guys. Yeah. See, I always thought, like, Lindsay is, like, the mushroom queen, in my opinion, and so yeah. I'm always, like, like, if no, Lindsay was in some animated world, like, that would be her king. It's, like, this, this, like, because he's kind of, like, like, he's just such a great villain because he doesn't talk very much, but he's like so ominously threatening. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and like he literally turns a person into just like mush and then leaves them in a bag. Like he like, they're still conscious, but they lose all their bones. And he's like, here's like a bag of it. Do you remember that? Yeah. I kind of do. I remember it was like haunting ass stuff. Like I would, it was like so dark. Um, I I also remember the like underling guy who worked for him. He he had, funny shoes everyone kind of wears masks who work under him right and he mm-hmm. was just sort of this like dweeby guy does anyone remember the dweeby guy i don't remember him you're making me want to rewatch it now yeah i gotta like, rewatch I it i just i just gotta rewatch it 
And there's a gyoza fairy. So, you know. And yeah. I also loved it because, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but it seemed like the creator must have been, like, heavily influenced by, like, wrestling. Because I felt like all of them looked like they could be wrestlers, like, in the yeah. WWE or something. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, like yeah. even some of the women characters, they're just, like, jacked. Like, they're not, like, there is there is a skinny girl. Remember, she gets her face ripped off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why did but I say it, that? Like, oh, yeah, that was a good memory. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Yeah. It's also got one of the best oh. baseball episodes in anime. It sure. does. Uh, so I don't know. I hope it's good. Yeah. I, I like when they, I know, I don't think it's good for the anime when it's all dropped at once, but like pr as a consumer, I, I like it. Cause then I consume it all. And then I like move on to the next. But, yeah. yeah. Also shout out to Noi, one of the best ladies in, oh. in anime. She was so cool. Yeah. So great. She's like Carlac. Yeah. So she is like, she... James, have you watched Doro? Hey Doro? No, I have not. <laughs> oh no, James! I didn't know that. Okay, well, you James, you would love Dory. You would like it. I know. Yeah. No, I know. It's it's just one of those. It's one of those shows that's been in my backlog forever because it came out in the middle of some really crazy season, and it's you know I usually only end up getting around to the shows that I'm covering until closer to the end of the year, and it just it's just permanently been stuck there. But I, when this uh, announcement came out, I told myself that like that has to be the next show. Um, once my wife and I finish um, Akuma Kun, I think it's going to be the oh, next okay. one that, that I yeah. pick up. Yeah, my, uh, it's my so short too. Anime like, that I watched that I don't have to review. Yeah, yeah. I did review that this one actually for A and Now that I think about it, when it first came out, so I should go so good. reread past Lindsay's take. I'm pretty sure it was good, but okay. I really <laughs> want to hear what James thinks of Dora yeah, Dora. James. So I don't oh, want to put a deadline I'm, on I'm, anything, I'm yeah. permanently in favor of any show where all of the characters look like they smell like hot dumpster water. <laughs> I think that that's an underrated aesthetic. Um, I think Grunge. That the more, yeah, yeah. I think Greasy. that the more, I think that the stickier the characters would be. Um, just by virtue of how filthy they are, it's uh, exponentially more interesting as a result. So okay. yeah, yeah. They, I just made like, I made that philosophy up just now, but I think it's just, true. That's right. true. So yeah. smelly, sticky. Yeah, what it is people. about that world. It's like it's like Akira, but like meets Blade Runner, but even like dirtier than that. And I don't know yeah. how you yeah. can get dirtier than that. But yeah. it's just like. It's so filthy and grimy, but yeah. it's like it fits the world like so yeah. well. So like any yeah. any anime that looks like it could be in a, a shared universe with the basket case films from the seventies is again. I don't I even think, know those. All I know oh, is they are. I, I remember the VHS cover art for those is guy's head in a basket or something yeah, like oh, that. Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a greasy, stinky old boy. And it's uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. I may have to Google that, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, Nick Dupree is in the chat and says every single character in that show smells like a landfill, a landfill left out in the sun for weeks. So Again, they literally, if show. there was a live action of that, all of their hair would be like greasy. No, but yeah, that's like the I, I could just they would see give them those those freaking anime live action wigs. They, they would, and it would work. Yeah, where you just got to fill that with pomade. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to get. The blonde girl would have like a couple of. Uh, strategically placed dirt stains, but otherwise she'd look like she just got out of the spa. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no they right can't now. do it like that, though. Like no. it's got it. Anyway, I would I would love to hear what James thinks of it. So let us know when you watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, it's uh, coming up soon. I'm sure. Yay! Um, is everybody okay. ready to talk about new shows from this season? Then now? I just finished the wrong way to use healing power or m m magic. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rose is brilliant. Yeah. 
like love everything about that character. Should we should we think of talk about that one first then, you think? Yeah, healing let's do magic? It. All right. Yeah, so Sure, that's a segue. Yeah, let's let's talk about uh, the wrong way to use healing magic. What makes this anime pretty interesting at least from my perspective is that um you know, we rag on isekai quite a lot here. Um on, it's just because there's so much of it. It tends to be very uh, cookie cutter, fill in the blank, Mad Libs sort of style anime. Very so, bad. Yeah, very, just, very bad. you know, just it's hard. Okay. It's hard to watch like eight of those every week or something. So um, the wrong way to use healing magic immediately stands out, um, not just for Rose here, who's on screen, but um, I mean, the animation quality character designs are all really nice and crisp throughout the entire first episode. Mm-hmm. The, the main trio have a good rapport, despite the fact that, you know, our point of view character, uh, Ken is kind of just, he's your everyday regular guy. And he just happens to be walking home with the two very popular student council members, um, whose names are, is it Kazuki and, Someone help me with the girl's name real quick. Oh, um, it is, I have it right here. Her name is, um, Suzune. Suzune. Okay. But, okay. But not Suzume, not like Makoto Shinkai. Nay. Suzune is in, uh, Nesan. Yeah. Yeah. So so the three, uh, three of them end up isekai'd. In this case, Ken by accident. They only meant to take, uh, Suzune and, uh, Kazuki there because they're the high achieving students and everything. But what, uh, even though the, the isekai premise, again, not super original, but the character interactions are because no one is wanting to just like go on a giant power trip, which is what we see a lot. Like, like all three of them are actually likable. So well, they, they, they behave like, um, I mean, not, necessarily real people because they're still but they behave like approximations of real people that you can suspend your disbelief long enough to get invested in Mm -hmm. Uh, they're not just like cookie cutter self-insert like like potato cake people Um, yeah actually they have dialogue that's interesting and um like it's 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 a, a weird sort of alchemy that a show has to try to pull off where in the span of like a few minutes, it has to get you to believe that these made up two dimensional people could be friends. And I think it's a lot harder than people realize to do that. Um, But this show actually just like writes them as naturalistic, likable. Like none of them are necessarily like uh, blow your mind, interesting or mysterious but they feel just relatable enough that that the whole self-insert angle actually works because you start to think to yourself, yeah, this is probably how I would react if I was in an isekai world. Like I'd probably be, you know, there'd be the one person who's just like super stoked because they've been waiting for this moment their whole life. Uh, There'd be the person who's like, yo, I have a family that I like and want to see again. And then, you know, you have, um, our main guy here who is just like, you know what, Uh, this is a terrifying situation, but I also am, familiar enough with this stuff to know that i'm not going home anytime soon so i guess i can try to be productive and it's like that's that's more than we usually get yeah the main character kind of falls in the middle where he's like i can't he sort of accepts that there's nothing i can do in this situation except you know try my best uh so i'm just gonna ride this out and hope i get to go home whereas uh susan a is stoked 
because she's secretly yeah. a nerd. And then Kazuki is the one who is uh, less than enthused by the development. Jackie, you just watched it five yeah. minutes ago. So what do you I know, think? literally. Um, so I thought the beginning was like cute, but to be honest, after watching a sign of affection, uh, the demon prince, and then the villainous one, I was like, oh my God, is this another like rom-com or like yeah i don't know like i hate I, I don't know the right word for it but it just like seemed like it wasn't gonna be have a lot of action or, or enter like i don't know we can yeah. get to that later but yeah. um then the second half of it like rose shows up and then you find out that he has like this healing ability that's like highly coveted and that rose is like terrifying to people and she's gonna be his instructor and um that was when i like we were it was funny because we were like in the stream and i was like dang i gotta pay attention and like i'm like i'm like riveted by this um and i actually like was like this is probably my favorite premiere so far oh wow okay yeah but i do think like we haven't seen a lot come out like i'm i'm holding my breath for metallic rouge which is out tomorrow um the yeah not out yet i don't think um no, and not. then uchigiri which i don't think is out yet so those are like the three i'm the most excited for yeah. and so like those you know these ones i i would just watch so we could you know talk about it basically but out of the ones that we watched i was like oh this might like i don't think i will watch the other ones yeah. um unless you know you know the three episode rule like something really wild happens yeah. um but they're just like not speaking to me as much they're very cute and like, yeah. i'm excited to talk about them but they're just not my cup of tea this was like i'm like this is my cup of tea we have like a really badass like ominous uh, like serious um, and seems like could be a little cruel, but you know, it must be, you know, hearts in the right awesome. place. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I liked um, her crew. They were like adorable. I thought yeah. so. Um, and I do really like the three kids, like James and you were saying, like, I thought it was very relatable that all of them think that they're very ordinary and nobody likes them. And it was kind yeah. of funny that like he admired them. And then they were like, Oh, we're like ordinary. And I'm like, this is like, so how high school kids are like yeah they're overthinking everything and they think that they're so uncool and so ordinary and like everybody else thinks that like highly of them um or like you know i don't know i just thought it was like really cute yeah and i did well, not, like and not only that but they also like they like each other yeah and again yeah. that's like a really hard thing to quantify when it's not being done well you know when the the writing feels contrived or the characters feel flat but like even before they get isekai you get the sense they're like, oh yeah, I buy that these people would become friends, even just because of this random walk home, because of uh, yeah. a missing umbrella. And then because when they get to the isekai world, you have that moment where um, uh, Kazuki, I think, right? That's a student council guy. Yeah. Um, he has that moment where um, Ken is, is um, you know, just taking everything as much in stride as he can. And he's like, I'm really impressed with this guy. Like, yeah. I, I wish I wish I was, I, I had it. I wish I was as put together as him. And again, he would this. never say that about himself. And then you have her over here that's just like, uh, every single one of my nerdy dreams is coming true. Yeah. And she's like, so cute. I want them to, my one hope from this premiere is I don't want the the, the two student council members to fade into the background. Um, I want like their friendship to be a kind of central aspect of the story because I just like seeing them hang out. Yeah. 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 I'm wondering okay. how that will go now that they have kind of been separated since um, uh, Ken is with Rose now and their uh, Susanae and Kazuki are magic users and set up in the castle. Uh, one of the reasons I want to show this screenshot too is because it's kind of funny. They have uh, 
a bunch of characters in the background while she's really stoked about getting the thunder ability. And I don't know if it's intentional or not, but at least one of the girls in this looks like she's from, um, uh, oh God. The from software game that everyone played forever, and Dark Souls, uh, not Dark Souls, the most Bloodborne? recent one, the most recent one. Oh, Elden Ring, Baldur's Gate. Oh, Elden, Elden Ring, yeah, yeah, Elden Ring. I kept wanting to say Deltarune, which is not, yeah, totally different game. But anyway, I don't know if these are like specific references to like Thunder Magic users from other shows or games or something, but. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of cute, but yeah. yeah, I think I'll probably keep up with this one for sure, which is would be the first isekai I've probably watched all the way through in a long time. So yeah, that one looked yeah. pretty good to me. Um, okay, moving on to the next one. Why don't we talk about the one that surprisingly got me in the feels? Although I know based on James's uh, review that he was a little mixed on it. Let's talk about a sign of affection. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sign of Affection was, uh, I, we watched this trailer and I thought that the animation was like not it, but I actually like wa- watching the episode, I actually really liked it. Yeah. Um, it was just like soft and, um, just like made me feel very relaxed and it was very cute. Um, I really liked that, like the snow and the aesthetics and everything was really, really pretty. And, um, I also thought that it was, you know, really unique to have her perspective, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I thought it was like, I don't know. I, I liked her a lot. Um, and I like this silver haired guy. I feel like a little, suspicious of him right now right yeah <laughs> i don't know why i'm like okay i'm like it's probably i bet you it's the same reason james didn't care for him as much okay i want to hear it yeah yeah james why didn't you didn't really care for the male love interest in this no that was kind of one of uh, i had two kind of major uh drawbacks and both of them are very much like um personal things right mm-hmm. like uh, I think the show is very well executed. I think it's uh, well animated. Um, I think that our leading lady is very likable. Mm-hmm. And um, not not being a deaf person myself, um, I I thought it was really nice and interesting to see the main character uh, who is hard of hearing, who has you know hearing aids. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was presented with a good amount of sympathy. Um, I think in the in the forums they were maybe talking a little bit about how the way the show handles lip reading is is considered a bit like cliche or old-fashioned but i I thought that i thought that was done pretty well my biggest issue was one uh it's just not really that funny and i usually i I need my romance my romance animes to be a little funnier or a little sadder but (laughs) the general just kind of like twinkle cute level is not for me but i think a lot of that i i think i would have been able to overlook that if i didn't think that um silver hair guy was like kind of a weirdo um This uh, is and so not like funny. A- I want to hear more because I had other people message me about this character. So I just want to hear what James said. Well, like for me, the problem is that as far as his attractiveness goes, I'm not really seeing it. Again, I, I think his super, his super pillow plush lips to me look funny, not like sexy. Okay. But okay. then as far as his personality goes, all we really learn about him, other than the fact that he is nice enough to like, um, help her out of an awkward situation with a, a tourist is mm-hmm. that um, he speaks multiple languages, which, you know, that's cool. And then he just like is obsessed with touching her face. Um, like he just keeps like, so funny. This like, is having her head said. or there's like this yeah. weird moment where he like, he like shoves her forehead with his palm. And I'm like, what are you, 
What are you like, doing? She's like looking down at a menu sort of thing, and he basically yeah. like does yeah. that to her. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and to me, it didn't come across as one of those like, and maybe the idea is that like, especially for a Japanese guy, he's being a lot more forward and like physical than you would normally expect. And that's kind of, you know, interesting. But like, to me, it didn't come across as him being, um, it didn't make him more interesting or more like mysterious or more anything really. It just made me keep going like, dude, stop touching her. Like, why, like, why are you touching her? Barely know. So, um, <laughs> so literally. I, and I don't why? like it when people touch people within like five minutes of meeting them. I'm not. I hated it when people tried to glomp at cons. Like um, I am not the kind of person that thinks it's cool to just like put your hands mm-hmm. all over people. Um, and so for yeah. that, I was just like, why are you, why are you touching her face, man? That's weird. That is literally <laughs> I had friends messaging me and they were like, do you think this guy is too touchy? Like literally we're, we were like texting and I was like, so funny because like, I think at first, the first contact i was like dang like he did that you know the head pat and then, on the train yeah and then yeah. after i was just kind of like um i'm i'm actually a very like touchy person like i think like if anyone meets me like i'm very like i'll punch you in the shoulder and i'm like hey and i'm like i'm a hugger you know so like i think that like i definitely thought he was kind of like i don't think i i would ever like grab someone in the head or something, you know, but I do think I, I do lean to be a little bit more touchy than most people. So it was kind of funny. Cause I like, my friend was messaging me about it and I was like, yeah, I guess. And then I was like, do people think of me like, that? <laughs> and then I was like, gosh, like, I hope I'm not, but I did think like, it's like, I, I don't, it, it stuck out to me too. And so, but the fact that someone brought it up, like being like, I do not like the way that he, is so comfortable with like crossing her boundaries. I was like, dang, like, I was like, maybe, maybe it's, and so the fact that you said it too, like, I'm like, okay, I think a few people feel this way. Yeah. So, yeah. I I think also, generally speaking, like, I'm only, I'm very, I'm adjacent to deafness, although I I don't personally experience it, but I have had conversations with uh, people who are in the deaf community um, Mm -hmm. as like family members and things like that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 usually that's not a, a first time interaction thing where you're supposed to touch people, especially in the face to like get their attention. There, there are other means of doing that. I, I, I had that in mind while I was watching this because I had already read, uh, the preview guide reviews about the show. So I wanted, so when I watched it, I tried to think about, that's about how I would feel in her situation and what they're maybe trying to tell us about her and what mm-hmm. she's comfortable with in this situation because she doesn't see she she comments on it initially on the train that he is he is very much in her her space right mm-hmm. like getting very close to her to talk to her which could potentially um, be kind of a him thing about his own ideas of physical boundaries. And I don't know if they're trying to say, oh, well, this guy is well-traveled and has experienced a lot of different cultures. And so his idea of boundaries aren't um, as adherent to what's expected in Japanese culture. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I think you could maybe, depending on what happens in later episodes, make a neurodivergent read for it, because I've definitely known people who like that's not as much of a thing for them for that particular reason. I don't know that it's necessarily going in that route, though. Um, 
But by the time she's at, I mean, by the time she's at the restaurant, she's decided that she's crushing on him. So yeah. I guess she didn't, she didn't find the physical stuff, uh, uh, off-putting or make her that uncomfortable. I'm wondering if maybe she found uh, like his forwardness sort of sexy in a certain mm-hmm. way. You know, yeah. you do see that in movies, like maybe not with these direct sort of actions of like putting a hand on the head, but you know, mm-hmm. a guy who's very like cool and casual and he just doesn't have the same hangups as, as most people do and that's a sign of his confidence because he's just so like and, and i was uh, like i was trying to to suss out if that was the thing and that's why i like i was trying to even when i was writing the preview i was like how much of this is just me like not picking up on like what maybe the target audience would find like mm-hmm. sexy or attractive um i want like, to say I, it's not typical in shoujo manga for a lead to necessarily well well, like, I mean, you have that, like, the, the classic one being, like, when, you know, the chin, the chin. that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking, or, like, yeah. you know, she has some rice on her face, and he, like, wipes it off. Yeah. And right. so, the, like, there's definitely, like, precedent, but I think for me, the way it was executed, I couldn't tell if he was supposed to come across as, like, kind of awkward. And like you said, maybe there there is some sort of element of, like, he, maybe there is some intentional characterizing him as someone that genuinely doesn't process or understand those boundaries in the same way but i think maybe it's just my bias going into it like well it's a romance anime so the guy better you know charm the pants off me like i i i want to make out with him at the end if it's a good one right 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 yeah um i didn't like i think that was my problem was like it it felt like if you know you had an adorable romantic movie and you know the lead actress was i don't know uh, zendaya Right, someone okay. really charming and, and pretty and cool, and then like the lead actor was um, like Michael Sarah, you know, where it's like, I'm like, I don't um, think he's Michael Sarah. No, no, like- I'm, I'm just, I was trying to imagine like or Steve Buscemi or just like an actor that's like not, you know, not this a bad guy person. Is on not Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I, I get, the, I get about, what like, you're painting. I get the picture yes. you're trying to paint, there, yes. James. With, with it, these, the, the, the second half of the equation was missing. For me. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 I see he no, he's not Steve Buscemi. He's like if Robert Pattinson went a little too hard on the collagen. Um, okay. <laughs> I have no words. I literally, uh, I have nothing to say to that. I mean, well, it's, it's true, so that's hilarious. But I'm no. Like, in fairness, this is definitely going to be like multiple love triangle situation, and they are setting that up by the end of the episode, right? Like, there's a guy that we all—he has a friend or something. He definitely has taken notice of Yuki, the main female character, um, and he's kind of like waiting on a corner at the end of the episode, kind of expecting to see her, like maybe it's the route that she usually takes to college or something like that. Um, so I'm expecting like that guy to come into play at some point. Um, I may have been reading too much in it into it, but I thought that um, the main male character, who his name is, I pulled this up, uh, Itsuomi, um, I kind of was getting vibes that his hairdresser might have also been into him a little bit or something. I don't know. Cause that was like right before the next one. I was like, Oh, are they showing us, you know, are they setting up the love triangles where the hairdresser is, is into uh, the guy? So, and, yeah. Yeah. Lindsay, I agree with you. I think. Um, so first AK made a really good point. He said, I, or they said, I thought perhaps since he's been to so many different countries has learned many different languages, he's more influenced by those, those other cultures versus typical Japanese culture. Yeah. Um, and I just think that like, 
he is he is atypical of Japanese culture and it makes him very like alluring and charming to other people. And I think that 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 was kind of like what was happening with the hairdresser was like, I think that the hairdresser was definitely like attracted to that. And I, I mean, I think that frankly, there is a, when someone is very like open and vulnerable and like, you know, for lack of a better word, like more physical, I think there, you know, it makes some people, everyone's different. Right. But like some people, yeah. like we said, the, um, the protagonists, like they're really receptive to that. Right. And yeah. there are people who aren't right. Right. So he is definitely like a polarizing, uh, kind of, I guess, character you could say. Um, yeah. but it's very, it, like they, they were showing examples of people very, being very attracted to him. Even the people mm-hmm. who came up to the table, remember like the people came into yeah. the restaurant and like yeah. the girl kissed him on the cheek and like, they were very like casual with him. And so I think it's like, I, I am interested to see more because I'm kind of like, okay, what is the angle with this guy and his like, his you know just the way that he is because he's like just a very more like vulnerable um very like physical very i don't know he has like this warmth about him right um and and so like i'm interested in that it's funny to hear james say that he wanted it to be like sadder or more funny because i actually found it like very charming like it was very like cute and easy to watch and like i didn't feel stressed you know yeah yeah it wasn't Um, stressful which i think is in its own way nice because we see so many anime where they have a character with like a disability or something and then like everything's immediately like really hard and i mean if you watch this and then if you go watch like a silent voice yeah yeah very different different, very different vibes yeah very Very different vibes vibes. so it was nice to see like she's you know she's going to college she lives at home but that's typical um in general just for even everyone in the world everyone yeah that's just typical for everyone at this point you may not live on your own until your 30s or something um but you know like she she's and it's perfectly man- okay by the way yeah she's managing her day-to-day money. life independently um i'm curious about how the col- college is set up for her because they didn't really show that i wonder if she has like a, a sign language interpreter or something like that for her classes but um yeah especially because i mean i don't want to paint with too broad a brush but you know, um, Japan hasn't always been known for having the most um, up-to-date uh, accessibility. Yeah. Except, yeah, the, you know, it's just, it's something that they're working on. Um, but I, I know that from some people I've talked to, um, even things as basic, like something we would consider super basic here in the States, like um, uh, ramps for wheelchair users. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of places in Japan that just don't have that, right? Yep. So I found that out when I had to get luggage gosh, places. Poor Lindsay, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I would be really interested in seeing touch on that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing public transportation yeah. system. Like you can get anywhere in Japan, but like literally, when Lindsay and I were trying to get from the airport, which one were we at? Oh, I can't think of the airport. Haneda, Haneda? was it Haneda? Well, yeah, we, you and, and I flew into different airports actually. Yeah, I was just yeah. you're in Narita, sorry. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, I hope yeah, I remember yeah. this. But anyway, either way, we both were coming from airports and we we're both trying to get to Taito City, and it was like hellacious getting around with like a suitcase. I didn't even think yeah. we had that big of bags, but it was just like it, there were stairs everywhere. Like, so it's amazing that you know you can you have so much accessibility to all these parts of Japan, but then it's like it's just not I, I, like Lindsay and I were like, can you imagine if 
you weren't able to walk or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know how yeah. you'd even get around. Yeah, upstairs weren't an option for you. Yeah, yeah. The case weighed forty pounds by the end. It was not fun. Um, um, poor Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> Go read Anime Anties, by the way. Which can yeah. I tell Lindsay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Anime Anties, um, like kind of blog, I guess you could say. Um, though it, it had like a lot of great like informational stuff in there too. Um, it was the most read feature. In 2023, yeah. because it was great and awesome. They, oh, we worked yeah. so hard on it. Yeah, our tra our good, little good travel, travel writing is um, honestly some of my like favorite nonfiction to read. So Aww. yeah, and uh, I y'all did good because Thanks, it made James. me want to go to Japan. <laughs> you guys really enjoyed it. Oh, go ahead. No, as I say, Lindsay had a whole entry on trying to get out of Japan. And it was actually like this horrific ending to like this great trip. We had like an yeah. amazing time. And then I read her entry and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I got started I mean, at, at the San Francisco airport for like the very uh, like, last on the, trip, the one that ends up uh, going up in flames. So. Ripped yeah. her nail off. It was like literally like oh, I was yeah. like, I read it. I was like, Oh, let's see what Lindsay's last day was like. And then I was like, <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna bring it up. And then she messaged. She's like, "You don't even know how bad it was getting out." And I was like, "Oh, what was it like? You know, like trying to be like." She almost turned into uh, uh, Tom Hanks from The Terminal, where she was just gonna <laughs> live in the airport for just live there. Yeah, I was like, I guess I live in San Francisco now. So, uh, anyway, yeah. sorry, I digress. Yeah. What was we, anyway? Yeah, it, I someone was talking about like it'd be interesting to, for them to commentate on like how people are treated there in Japan, you know? Yeah. So, and I I also thought it was super interesting. Um, actually, Dustin brought it up. He was like, imagine like the social anxiety that you'd have to live with because there was a part where she was like, I don't know if they're talking in German or English or or and she's like, I yeah. can just tell they're talking about me, and I was just like, gosh, this is so. It was so sad, you know, yeah. but it was it was just like interesting to have that perspective. So definitely not an anime I would typically watch. But I saw someone else say in the comments too, literally what I just said. But there was something about it that just intrigued me. So, yeah, I'll probably keep watching it. It did give me warm fuzzies by the very end when he was like, let me into your world. And then she like jumped up and down and looked really happy. I was like, OK, I'll, I'll watch this. <laughs> I can come make her cry. I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Don't break so, her heart, though, because yeah. I will find a way to become animated and you'll it'll turn into a scene in really fast. <laughs> it'll turn into berserk. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. You're, you're, what, you're gonna you're gonna do you're gonna bring the eclipse uh to uh <laughs> yeah, Jackie enters the world of a side of affection. I'm like, by the way, quick commentary on Berserk. Like, literally, the Hellraiser demons. Like, I'm sorry, nothing. Like, they are just. There needs. I, I'm sure there is a shirt with all of them, but they are literally some of the best villains ever. I wish we had a like an image to show. But there's like the really sexy girl, and then like yeah. the brain guy, and then like the overweight one. They're literally the stuff of Hellraiser nightmares. They're like so great. But yeah. moving on. They're, yeah, they're really cool villains. Um, I think the next one we should jump on. I know Jackie's got to bail at seven because they're going to kick her out. Um, I know. So I was. I'll check and see, but it like got yeah. super quiet. And I remember they said seven and <laughs> seven ish, and then I was like, was it seven or seven ish? And now so I'm let's like, do oh. let's do solo leveling, and then maybe oh, yeah, if if they leveling. kick you out uh, since you didn't get to watch Delicious in Dungeon, James and I yeah. can wrap with that. So yeah. all right, solo leveling probably the the biggest hyped show of the season 
Um, like I said earlier at the top, most of us have seen, you know, like the first 40, but we're only going to talk about the first 20, the first episode, so that we don't accidentally spoil for you guys. Um, I was actually pretty impressed with this as far as it being just a competently animated sort of, I wouldn't call it a reverse isekai even. It's it's just more like a, a little bit of a, a grim, dark fantasy kind of scenario, but it didn't feel... Whatever over- we, whatever we're going to call that genre, we're like... It's not a it's not a video game world, but mm-hmm. things have organized themselves in such a way that it's basically like Monster Hunter, right? Like it's Monster Hunter world, but yeah. in and also our world. Yeah, and I just thought, um, as far as like the presentation is really solid. Uh, one thing that I think is interesting to note is that um, this is based on a, a Korean work, so it wasn't originally. Uh, Japanese. However, um, I have heard murmurings online that the original work actually uh, has some pretty strong commentary about Japan in it. Because if you you know know anything about Japanese Korean relations, they're they are tense. Yeah. They are yes, because there's a lot of history there between the two countries. Um, so, in the Japanese dub of this, they've changed all the character names to Japanese names, and they've changed. This when Japan itself is mentioned, I believe they've changed that to an like a made up country so that the commentary isn't oh, really? there anymore. I, didn't, I, thought but, they, I thought they still had the Korean names. Um, I think in the English or in the in the English subtitles for the Japanese oh, dub, got, they're got still you. using the Korean names and the original intended part. So you That's only weird. get you only get the. I guess you could call it censorship if you're watching it natively in Japanese and don't have uh, those subtitles. The subtitles. Okay, that's that's interesting. I did not realize that. That is, um, hmm. I'm I'm honestly curious to see what kind of commentary could could sneak into the show. It didn't yeah. really seem like the kind of story that would be super political. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, this is probably like going to be later into the season two. This isn't like in the first episode at all. The first episode is more concerned with uh, setting up our main character, Jinwoo, and like showing you how uh, just bad he is at this job, which is killing monsters, which drop resources, which can then be sold for high amounts of money. He's trying to put his sister through college. And I believe, does he have another sibling? Two siblings? No, did it? Um, did did we learn about his mom in the first episode? No, I don't think so. Okay, so I, think, I don't. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember that. He Bloody he made it sound like he is he is like the breadwinner of the household. So he might yeah, said his yeah. mom's sick. Oh, we mean, might, we did. Yes, yeah. yeah his mom's did, sick, actually, and yeah. he wants, and his sister needs to go to college. So he's using a pretty weak looking dagger to go into these dungeons in groups and hope to survive them, which oftentimes he needs help from a healer um, in order to pick up hopefully useful resources to make some cash. Um, So here's a question I have just about this premise that it was something that bothered me a little bit. Um, Not too much. Like it didn't like take me out of the show forever, but it was something I kept asking myself. uh, Why doesn't, why doesn't he do literally any other job? <laughs> like, why doesn't he do a job that won't get him horribly murdered and also will pay him? Because the thing that I thought was odd was like, it'd be one thing if, you know, he kind of sucked at the job 
but because of the way the dungeons or whatever were set up, he could still like run in and like grab some stuff and like get his ass beat. But then he could like, you know, really make some money. Like that'd be one thing. Yeah. But the fact that like he can't even afford shoes or like anything more than just like a little knife. Uh, the whole show. Sad I was just, like, shoes, you guys. Like, Why are you doing this? Yeah. Go be a go be a teacher or a garbage man or an a plumber or, or anything yeah because it's like it's did still it our world pay well or did it pay well that was the thing i was like maybe the pay was so good that that's it's, why it seemed like it was basically freelance like you show up and you go yeah. with the guild and you're it didn't seem like at least well we didn't really see them complete a dungeon in this first episode so maybe things are different sometimes but i thought it was kind like, of goblin he gives so much of his money away that he can't he has no like surplus but that it's it's odd. Go to trade school i'm sorry lost thieves comments are like killing me right now um <laughs> yeah i mean no i so i thought it was kind of like goblin slayer where like you kind of took on missions that were your level yeah but then like there was the off chance that which we find in this episode they were in a mission that they were all underqualified for well um, they were initially qualified but then a mad like a unexpected cave appears yes. and they're like who wants to go check out the offshoot and the people who didn't were outnumbered and at that point i was like why didn't you just drop out but he wa he wanted they voted Lindsay they, they voted. did they, they did put it up to democracy so I give them yeah. that and he hadn't gotten a, a, a good pull on off any and did of the they enemies think they were gonna get more money if they did they thought was there might be long? treasure or something down there yeah. I don't know it was still only supposed to be like a d-ranked dungeon so they're like it's not like there should be anything that difficult down here right and learned. they were wrong and some of them got lasered in half let more than that like it was not pretty yeah yeah the guy Someone who tried, got, did you see did you see the guy who tried to leave at the door is that who you're gonna mention oh, gosh it's so it, james and i have seen the second episode so we're like trying really hard not to do spoilers um and it all like blurs together as like one you you yeah. saw the big guy to... right yeah the big stone so the stones come to life and I yeah, mean, at first, yeah. like, there's the really big one, and the girl who often travels with Jin Woo, and she's a higher level than Lindsay, him. Lindsay, do the killer. face of the guy. What what guy? The, the stone big guy. The big guy when he did. Is, did you get how far? Like... No, you saw what else? No, you haven't no. seen. You didn't see it. Oh God! You haven't seen it, James. You know the face I'm talking about. I don't. It's been too long, and I've watched oh too many anime. Oh my gosh! In the okay, days. so like. Lindsay, I've watched 20 premieres. I can't remember anything. Well, I know, notes. no, I get it. So, Lindsay, basically, like, you they go into the cave and then they like try to leave. Like, they can tell right. some things wrong, right? And yeah, then one of the, the girls come like, alive and like slices yeah. a guy. And the diagonal. girls, like, the eyes are moving, right? Oh, he does. They, they just know something's amiss yeah. with the big one, right? So, the big what happened with the big one? Like, what was the last thing? Oh, that that's the one that shot the laser. So I guess maybe it probably opened okay. its mouth or something, right? All <laughs> we can say is that so, I don't think that was a huge spoiler, fortunately, but like they're going to have to figure out how figure to out a way to escape, day. right? Or otherwise yeah. they would all die. Yeah. And like, and the how they figure it out and how horrifically scary that big thing is is like 
it's the stuff of nightmares and uh, it makes a really bad face like i mean i'm excited stuff for of it. nightmares I'm and i hope we didn't build it. it up too much now everybody yeah. but yeah, yeah basically like i don't think that was a huge spoiler but yeah they're gonna have to do some uh some indiana jonesing to figure out oh okay okay yeah 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 so i mean all in all it's i feel like it's a it's a pretty good start to um to a series it didn't blow my socks off immediately but that's okay maybe we'll be waiting for episode two or three for that to happen you know um but yeah i'll definitely be keeping up with it a lot of my friends are watching it so this feels like one where it's kind of like if i wasn't watching it i wouldn't be able to keep up with with anything else going on the discourse the discourse yeah by the way my boyfriend's so annoying he literally just went in youtube chat and was like spoiled like you're annoying (laughs) oh okay so that's justin is rusty i'm like stop it like i'm like don't make me feel bad yeah i should have have recognized the haole because i think he has it for instagram yeah but it's just like everybody else was nice about it and was like no it's fine and then he's like spoiled i'm like really dustin at least least he's supporting us he's probably watching us from your house he is he's being great it's just so funny that he did that um (laughs) but yeah someone allegra said that they did there was like a puzzle tablet thing and that's going to oh. come into play like a much much bigger way dang it joe i'm sorry i'm i'm leaving guys i'm out i'm just kidding I'm <laughs> do you know joe as well yeah i know joe actually joe um has his own at anime podcast and he's super nice because he watches the show Aww. and um he's always like we he and i have uh our own like anime discussions through dms which is really nice and um he doesn't like eminence and shadow which broke my damn heart but he oh, literally wow. like he and his uh partner on his podcast they literally like beeped all over it they were like nah don't get it don't like it i was like what and then at the end he goes jackie recommended this one by the way (laughs) i was just like it's all like hating and then they're like and chad this is jackie's recommendation just wait till they get to gungrave that's gonna be an apocalyptic oh my god no gungrave no anyone who dislikes gungrave literally i will somehow be like the hellraiser from berserk and come for you <laughs> don't like gungrave you're dead to jackie that's just i honestly okay let's not go nope. in a gungrave we need to have a gungrave buzzer where it's just like nope that's the three yeah literally it should um we should but then with solo loving solo leveling with what Lindsay said i i feel like the se- it's more of a second episode i feel like yeah. the first episode is a lot of establishing mm-hmm. and then for me it was like that first part i was like cool I, the world's cool. I like the ranking system. Uh, this poor guy, he's literally the worst tier and you kind of feel bad for him. And then he has this like nice healer friend. Right. And mm-hmm. then like, it goes like straight up Gantz goblin slayer, like heavy traumatic, like yeah. wild. And I was like, I'm kind of happy at the premiere that they showed both because mm-hmm. I think if they'd only shown the first, I would have been like, you know, kind of like yeah, your yeah. impression right now. Yeah. But I would, I really want to see what you think of the second, second episode. episode. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely, we'll definitely talk about that next week. It premieres on Saturday. So okay. um, I'm going to look outside and see if I'm getting locked in here. Okay. <laughs> you guys hold on. The floor. If you have to sleep there, this is going to be really funny. <laughs> she uh, has so much time to catch up on other premieres. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
I'm like in a room with like no windows. That would be like the worst. I just be like, help me. Okay, there's still people out there. Okay. Um, but if you guys were, we're, we're going to talk about Delicious Dungeon for the last. Yeah, bit. this will probably be like the last one that we get to. Okay. Um, we we plan to also talk about uh, Momoichi House, but I guess I'll sum that up as like I thought the character designs look kind of weird, and um, it's a lesser fruits basket. That's my opinion on. I literally are. was about to say that. Yeah. My, I literally uh, my, was going to say it's a lesser fruits basket. Uh, Kamisama Kiss. It's also just a less good version of that. So yeah, the manga is supposed to be pretty good. good alternatives, yeah, I think the art is better in the manga as well. So um, that's our yeah. very short take on Momoichi House. Uh, sorry, everybody. Let's talk about Delicious in Dungeon, which is full of wonderful faces uh, like this one. That, oh my gosh! So good. So good. So such a good face. This, such I mean, this moment. I, 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 in my, I wrote about it in my preview, but it's like. Very rarely do I get to nerd out about like editing and <laughs> like filmmaking, yeah. like film craft, uh, just because you know it's it's hard to implement that into an anime super effectively when you're working on a budget. But this is trigger we're talking about, and yeah. uh, this this stupid little like YouTube shit post crash zoom made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Like for no reason other than I was like, I can't believe they did that. Like, yeah. It was like it it's was really so funny. Stupid. Jackie about Dustin would like this show too. It it is like like I classic D D kinda setup. Like this face alone, I was like, Dustin's gonna want to watch this later. It looks really funny. <laughs> it is really funny. Um a really short overview of the plot. You've got your traditional um D D party, they encounter a red dragon. Um, they haven't eaten and slept in a while, so they're they're not able to keep up with what the fight needs them to do. And then our main guy, who's oh god, what's his name, James? Uh, Al Alios 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 L A I O S. So however that's pronounced, that's his name. Okay, he's like the he's like the tank of the group. There's also like a halfling rogue. And then the girl we were I love that guy, by the way, because his yeah. whole character is, I'm just here, man. That's yeah, his whole his entire character is like, I'm just going to eat the food and like help out where I can. Yeah. <laughs> and I so appreciate him. He's there. And then they've got uh, Marcel, Marcel, uh, who is the elf that we showed earlier. She's the mage. Everyone mm -hmm. else. And then uh, Laos. La I, I can't do vowels, guys. Laos's uh, sister pushes him out of the way. And he's about to be eaten by the dragon, and she is eaten instead. And then, you know, they they leave the dungeon. They're transported out of the dungeon, and Laos is like, "I gotta go get my sister back. Um, it'll take her a while to be digested, so we should be able to get down there and defeat the dragon before she's fully digested and rescue her." And on, uh, he now has... to be clear, I'm pretty sure she is dead. But yeah, they, they can revive her because again, yeah, it's like D and D magic, magic mm. abilities, so you can die and be revived. And like yeah, exactly. uh, Marcel, if you're mentions, poop, you can't get revived. Yeah, you can't get revived if you're poop. So they just got to get her corpse out of out of that. Wait, you that. can be turned to poop. Well, she if no. you're eaten by a dragon, it'll eventually poop you out. Yeah, right. That's what happens. That's what happens when you get eaten. You get turned into poop. So she's like in the process. You're saying like they've gotten to her before she's turning to poop. They well, no, want that, to get to her. Do that. She is fully in that what, dragon's where, belly. What are we talking about? We're talking about no, delicious and dungeon. No, I know, dragon. but it's just like this. It's gonna take like a. So it's gonna weird. take like a month for yeah. her to get dissolved Thank down you. and turned into poop. And yeah. so they have an unspecified amount of time. Uh, 
to kind of amble to mosey down through the the dungeon and get some snacks and and hopefully keep her from getting pooped out. Yeah, well, what we find out is uh, Leos has low-key been wanting to eat monsters for a real long time. He's been reading a book about it. He's always wanted an excuse. (laughs) He's been waiting to to cook monsters. And now that his sister's been eaten, he's going to get to do it. So they hook up with a dwarf named Senshi, who, if you watch the dub, is voiced by uh, Sung Wan Cho, friend of the show. Mm -hmm. they Doing hook up job. with this dwarf named Senshi who is all about eating monsters and he just he's gonna go with them to rescue um to rescue his sister and teach them how to eat different monsters. In the first episode, they eat a scorpion the same way you would a lobster and uh some slimes and uh some weird plants. And it's funny. The show's pretty funny. So it's funny. Yeah, uh, especially because uh Marcel is very much um, the kind of person who, uh, for understandable reasons, does not want to eat horrifying D and D monsters. That's not really her bag, but yeah. you know, uh, most, but but also she secretly is because it's actually pretty tasty. So. Yeah, the food always tastes good. They're not making anyone eat anything gross. She just has to kind of like mentally get over it, you know. And am I uh, misremembering? Isn't the in the English dub? Isn't she voiced by the actress who played live action? Um, Nami in One Piece. Yes. Yeah. She does. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. So I mean, there's not like a ton to dig into with it, but it's just like it's very competently animated. It's funny, um, and if you like delicious-looking animated food, there's actually quite a lot of that in it. Yeah, there is. The yeah. only downside is you can't you can't make any of it. Can't so. make any of it because we don't have giant scorpions or. So yeah, so if you're into food porn, there there's another show that we'll probably talk about next week that uh, um, can satisfy your uh, actually edible food porn issues. Oh, but hold on, I should probably go. Bye, y'all. See ya. Bye, <laughs> security. Bye, Jackie. <laughs> Anyway, so that was that was Jackie Ching. Um, she has to go now that she's being kicked out of her secret location, uh, and we'll probably see her next week. Um, but yeah, that was delicious in Dungeon. Um, James, that about wraps it up. So I mean, Jackie got to stick around for for most of it. Were, are there any yeah. are there any shows that you've watched for Premiere Guide that before we sign off, you want to make sure everyone here knows not to watch? Oh God, uh, most of them this season. It feels like. Uh, let's see. Off the top of my head, don't watch Gushing Over Magical Girls unless you want to be put on a list. Uh, <laughs> um, don't watch My Instant Death Ability is So Overpowered because it hates your freedoms. Um, don't watch uh, The Strongest Tanks Labyrinth Raids because it also hates your freedoms. And, um, what do you mean by watch... hates your freedoms? What I'm, saying that that I, I'm saying that I cannot prove that these shows were not involved in 9-11. I can't prove that they weren't involved in 9-11 and that they don't, and that their hatred of our freedoms didn't cause them to commit acts of terrorism against the United States. Um, I'm not saying that they did. I would never I would never say anything that libelous on a, on a live stream, but I'm, I'm saying that I cannot prove that they didn't. And nothing in these first episodes gives me cause to believe that if given the opportunity, they wouldn't do a 9-11. James, why do I give you a platform? <laughs> Uh, Mr. Villain's Day Off isn't that funny, unfortunately. And also the sound mixing gives me anxiety. Um, 
uh, Villainous Level 99 was also boring. Doesn't hate your freedoms, but it probably subscribes to some very questionable radical uh, underground magazines. Um, did I even watch this show? Oh, I guess I did. Um, Sasaki, Sasaki and Peeps was too long. So okay. if you watch that one, watch it in chunks. Okay. Um, because it has no business being 45 minutes long. The bird's um, cute though, right? Nah, not, not really. Oh. Like, I don't know. It's not, it's not not cute, but um, it's actually not as big a part of the show as you'd think, given that he's like a talking bird that's the title character. Uh-huh. Um, he's fine, I guess. The Honestly, the best part about that show is that like it might secretly be like a like a death game like dance kind of it's there's like layers to that story that i was not expecting okay um, okay but th- none of it happens until the last like five minutes of a 45 minute premiere so um you know space that one out okay but, oh a seventh time loop that one's pretty good that one's pretty good yeah, unwanted good. undead skeleton oh god i i couldn't tell you a thing about that show um there's a skeleton he's unwanted by parties and uh doesn't want to be a skeleton okay so um yeah okay uh we didn't get to talk about ishura but you did like ishura i think you were the outlier on that one yes i did like ishura a lot um yeah there's probably not enough to like make it a whole segment on on an episode next week um it's it's kind of like an attack on titan the not attack on titan but a little bit. There's like giant killer kaiju type things. Okay. Uh, I like it because it has a, a fantasy world that I think is genuinely pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does that thing similar to Executioner and her way of life where the isekai heroes from our world are like ridiculously overpowered, um, destructive, borderline psychopaths, which I mm-hmm. think is fun. And um, my favorite thing about it is that it has a main character whose uh, whose goal seems to be that she wants to murder the other main character of the show. And okay. it's just really, it's just really cool and interesting. And it's actually telling a story that I'm interested in seeing more of. Um, which is, you know, I mean, that's not a super high bar, but it was like, I don't know. It was. Um, it was one of the only premieres I've seen so far where when it ended, I didn't just go, oh, yeah, I'm interested to see more of that. But I was like, no, episode two right now. Like, I want to see what's going on right now. And I appreciate that. Oh, also, I guess I've been meaning to ask, should I watch um, Chained Soldier? Uh, <laughs> uh, so in my preview, I said that Chained Soldier is the perfect counterpoint to gushing over magical girls in that it is sleaze and not smut, uh, which is to say that it has halfway decent fight scenes and the character designs are kind of nice. And it looks like it could make for, you know, like a fun, goofy B-movie action kind of vibe. Okay. As long as you're okay with people like stirring milkshakes in each other's throats with their tongues. Um, Not literally, (laughs) but like just mechanically, that's what they're doing. I know there's bootlicking. Uh, so oh, there's lots of licking of all sorts of things. Um, it is again not the kind of show to watch in polite company, unless your yeah. polite company also is really horny. Um, but yeah. uh, it's not bad. I would say it's you know of this of the sleazy shows, it's definitely better. Yeah, this is this is the plan. Is I, I do plan to watch Chain <laughs> Soldier just with my husband as a as yeah. he, he likes he likes as death so. Uh, We'll see, we'll see that, but you know what? Yeah. For like, you know, if you're a married adult otaku that needs like 
something a little spicier to enjoy with your partner, yeah, maybe give Chain Soldier a shot. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll report back um and see if it was a it was a hit or not, I guess. But yeah. 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 So I I guess that about wraps us up for this week. Uh we will have another version of this uh next week with uh shows that are going to finish out again you can read all of our reviewers takes over the ann preview guide it's updated every day um every minute every hour uh i haven't slept in weeks so head over there and reinforce my bad decisions and all of the pain that our reviewers are going through to watch all of these for you so you don't have to um I think we'll be done at the end of this week. Things seem to wrap up around the 14th. When is that? That sounds about right. Yeah. They should wrap up around the 14th and there'll be the mega poll. So you can decide which shows will go to daily streaming. And then um, our reviewers will continue from there. And if you're nice, maybe no one will have to review anything bad. We haven't had anything bad for a couple of seasons, but that could always change. We are we are at the mercy of the voters. We are at the mercy of the voters and my executive decisions. So, uh, so what you're saying is we're all going to be reviewing gushing over magical. Everyone, we're everything. just going to have like six different takes once a week. Of can you imagine? God, there's so much meany shit I could do if I didn't take my job seriously. Um, Honestly, that 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 that's an idea that's so good. We need to stick that in our back pocket for like the next X-Arm or something. The next yeah. time something truly industry-defining comes around. We have to make sure it wouldn't that. break the website because the back end <laughs> is set up, isn't set up for, for that. So we'd have to see if that's... Life if that's finds cool. a way. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern with uh, more anime news you can use and our reviews of current streaming shows. So see you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye.